Welcome. This is the Successful Side Hustle, Episode 6. I'm so glad to be with y'all today. This has been a great day. It is Memorial Day weekend, and I've been relaxed and chilled out. I went for a long bike ride yesterday, so I always need that to get back into a creative process and to really let my mind explore possibility, which is something that I love to do. So if you are just joining us in this podcast, thank you. I only have about five listeners, but that's okay. Um, We all have to start somewhere. And so the reason that I bring that up is because that's actually something that I want to talk about today, about mindset and about shifting your mindset from an employee mindset or a mindset of fear and stepping into the mindset of possibility and of entrepreneurship. So this podcast is all about sharing with you insights, strategies, and tips that I've either experienced myself or I've seen along the way that may help you lay a foundation for your business that will grow with you as you grow. So it doesn't matter if you're new or if you're already established. I know there's something in this podcast, or at least there will be something in this podcast for you. So many of us dream about becoming our own boss or so many of us dream about sharing this idea or this passion with the world, but we get it going and then we hit a roadblock and we don't know why. We don't know what it's all about. We get discouraged. We feel rejected. We think maybe we made the wrong decision and more times than not, people give up and they lay their dreams down. So that's something that I really want to really want to just distill down today is the mindset that you're in either with teaching, with building a client base or with owning your own business. Okay, so Tony Robbins has a quote. I think it's Tony Robbins anyway. The quality of your life directly relates to your ability to handle uncertainty. Now, how many of us freak out with uncertainty or we clam up and we kind of stick our head in the sand or we become immediately fearful? Some of us actually get more aggressive and we try to take control of not just our own situation, but everybody else too. (laughs) So think about that for a minute. What is your experience with uncertainty? And just a little side note, if you're listening to this and you don't have your your own business, but you just maybe know who I am or know me personally, then I want to invite you to our yoga studio because in yoga, this is the perfect opportunity to check in with your life and to shift and make those small steps, those small mindset steps daily through movement. So there's a little plug there for yoga and for getting into yoga if you are on a quest for personal growth or if you are feeling stagnant or stuck in your life come and join us at soul shine come take a class feel out the community because one of the best ways to succeed in shifting your mindset is to surround yourself with people who are either trying to do the same thing or who have have been actively doing the same thing and have been have had some success with it. 
So a little plug for my studio there. Let's get back though to the topic of this podcast and that is creating a shift in your mindset out of fear and into possibility. So I think for most women, and I'm going to talk a lot to uh, about women and to women today. Anyone can really take a lesson from this podcast, but I think one of the main um, heart issues that I see or I've seen in women who are trying to grow a business is a deep fear of being rejected or a deep fear of not feeling like you're good enough, not feeling like you have what it takes, even though you're passionate about what it is that you do. And that fear can show up in so many ways. That fear can show up in um, that freezing where you have uh, that perfection paralysis where you take no action. That fear can show up as you starting a lot of projects and never following through. That fear can show up as harsh criticism and judgment of other people who are trying to do the same thing or are doing the same thing that you're doing. So teaching or growing a business, you know, we can harshly judge people simply because we feel a deep-seated fear of our own inadequacy or our lack of self-worth deep inside of us. And I think that this heart issue in so many women is something that we need to begin to have a conversation about. I think it's really easy to hide behind so many other bullet points and not look at what the real heart issue is in stepping into our own purpose or stepping into our own power. And you know, I understand that. That is a frightening place to be, to step into vulnerability and to risk somebody else rejecting you or the world rejecting you, especially when we're sharing something that is at our core, right? It is our core. It is who we are. It is who we were meant to be in this world. That if you feel a passion for something, then the first place to start is obviously to to dream your dream and to decide to do it. But it's also then to look at our mindset and to start to, to practice shifting the mindset from the mindset of fear or scarcity into the mindset of opportunity and of abundance. I'll never forget There was a woman that came and talked to me a couple of years ago, had to be five years by now, and she wanted me to help her or give her affirmation, I'm not sure which, to start a health coaching business. And she felt like she needed to do yoga, she felt like she had a lot of anxiety, but that this was something she was passionate about and she wanted to to come into the studio and practice and, and get this business going, get this business off the ground. Now, on the surface, at face value, this woman was articulate. She was well put together, professional. She had a great job. I think she was successful in her job somewhat all the way. I'm not really sure. But once she started coming into the studio, I began to observe what I know now were limiting beliefs in her that never actually got her business off the ground because she had such strong 
limiting beliefs that she was never able to follow through with with any of the of the plans that she had because limiting beliefs are so sneaky they're so deceitful and they they're not that they're not real they're not true well actually let me rephrase that they are true if you allow them to be true that's a better way to put it belief is just that it is true if you believe it but if you don't believe it it's not true so as this woman started started her business and she started coming into yoga she started with a couple of classes a week which is what we recommend because you really need some you know consistency in a yoga practice for you to really feel the benefits um emotionally and psychologically and she was consistent in yoga for a time but what happens a lot to people in the yoga room is this once the body stores and holds all of our emotions, right? We, we store every experience that we have. This is the nature of aging even. The cellular uh, aging that we experience is largely due to our experience in life. So studies have shown that more happier people, more optimistic people, people who, um, who reframe their thoughts, their cells actually live longer and are more healthy than people who are negative, who are angry, who are confrontational, and so on. Because that puts stress on the body. We, are, we were never designed to be that way, right? We were designed to fulfill a purpose to serve the world. And so what happens a lot in yoga is that a person will come and at first they love the stretch, they love the strength component. You know, you're getting in arguably some of the best shape of your life. You're changing your physical body. But then once we hit that emotional layer or that subtle body layer, people will oftentimes completely stop doing yoga. And that is because as yoga as you move and you're doing yoga and you're uniting the mind and the body, you're just digging a little bit uh, deeper each time into your mental thoughts and literally your mind chatter, the chatter that you have in your mind. And when we hit those places that are particularly triggering or that are particularly tender in our hearts, there are a lot of people that don't understand it and they just stop coming and they can't even explain why they stop coming. They just don't come anymore. And subconsciously, this is my theory, subconsciously, I believe that they have, they stopped coming because bringing up those feelings and bringing up those, those constructs that we've created in our mind, it puts us in a place of not just stepping outside of our comfort zone, but it also puts us in a place where everything that we thought about ourselves or about something or somebody is about to be shifted. And that new learning or that new framework in our mind is an uncomfortable place to be. It's not just uncomfortable phys uh, mentally, it's uncomfortable physically. There are literally like chemical reactions that happen in our neuromodulator process that makes us agitated, makes us uncomfortable, makes us angry. It's the process of learning, right? When you, when you shift uh, your mind to learning something new, the same thing happens. 
Um, it's an uncomfortable place to go, but once you can get past that discomfort, then the learning has happened and it's in you, it's, it's in your body. So over time, this woman, she stopped coming to yoga and she really started to, to fixate on things in building her business that didn't really do anything for the growth of her business, but kept her busy. So she kind of busied herself with, with little things that, that really kept her behind a computer screen or fixated on things like colors and logos, but never really got in front of, of clients or of, of people who she thought she could help. And it was interesting because I, it was like I was watching in action how yoga did not work for this person. And I was, I was kind of sad, but I was also fascinated at the same time. And I wanted to know what, it, what I could have done or what I could have said to her that would have changed her mind or would have changed her mind about what I believed were limiting beliefs in herself, deep fears in herself. And we can all relate. I know that we can. As women, you know, we've got these relational tendencies and nurturing tendencies that that run deep. And when we put ourselves out there at such a vulnerable level, for a lot of us, it's the first time that we are betting completely on ourselves and that we are putting the core of who we are on display for the world and not just for the world, but for people to reject us. And that is a scary place to, to be. The other side of that is for a lot of women, we're taught to prepare and to plan and to prepare and plan and prepare and plan. And in fact, we, we criticize each other or we judge each other based on our ability to organize and to plan and who can be the most prepared. And I know that we all know what I'm talking about even if we don't say that we know out loud, right? That's why we have so many arguments about, you know, who's going to be on what committee and how a person, you know, judgments about how a person raises their kid or or whatever the case may be. Cuz we're taught that we are somehow more worthy if we're more prepared. And I think this is a big trap that a lot of us fall into because what it doesn't teach us is how to live in uncertainty without reaction and how to emotionally regulate in times of uncertainty. And so I think for for many of us, we can so honestly relate, but I wanna encourage you that this is not the place where the entrepreneurial mindset exists. It is in uncertainty where two things live, and those two things are risk and opportunity. Now, again, as women, we're taught to minimize risk and to lessen risk as much as we can. But when you're an entrepreneur, taking those calculated risks is how you grow your business. And for if you're just beginning your business or if you've never thought about your business in this way, marketing and putting out your story and talking to people, going to that vulnerable place where you can create value to them is taking a risk. And I think for a lot of women, when you do this, you know, when if, if this woman had just realized that her story didn't have to be packaged perfectly, it didn't have to be a complete product, 
nor did it have to be already successful in her mind because she was already successful. She was her own success story, right? So if she would have just realized that all she had to do was tell her story to people and she could have built her client base, I believe she could have grown a business that would probably be like a totally successful side hustle today, maybe even so much that she would have been able to retire from her full-time job. So what I wanna encourage you to do is to start to shift your mindset from that mindset of fear and of a limiting belief into the mindset of growth and possibility. But remember that that, that growth and possibility happens on the other side of risk. And for a lot of us women, we've never bet on ourselves at that level. We've never actually played to win. We've played to not lose. And think about that for a minute. What is the difference between playing to win and playing to not lose? So the mindset of the entrepreneur. What are some of those things that we can do to anchor ourselves into that shift every day? Well, the first thing that we can do is to decide to do it. And even if you have to put up little sticky notes or listen to podcasts or start a yoga practice, right? Learning how to reprogram your mind for success starts with you deciding to do it. The word decide means to eliminate any other possibilities. So you've got to make the decision. And then once you've made that decision, the second thing is you've got to commit. The word commitment means to carry out, but it also means to pledge or to bind. So I am telling you right now, whether you're just starting out, making a pledge to yourself and, and carrying it out, that is commitment to yourself. That is betting on yourself that you can do it. And then the third thing that we can do for shifting our mindset each and every day is to resolve. Yes, we want to resolve to do it, and that would be deciding to do it, but resolve blocks and obstacles that stand in our way. We don't want to let every little failure derail us to the point where we're paralyzed again and we have to start all the way over at square one. Failure of something is just an event, it is not who you are, right? It is just something that happens, it is not who you are at the core. Failure is the way toward success. We tell people in the yoga room, the only way to crow is through crow. If you know what crow is, it's an arm balance. And it's an arm balance that we typically teach in every single class because it teaches stepping into uncertainty, right? It teaches us how to find balance and stillness when you're totally freaked out. And so in the same way, the only way to success is through failure. You, you, nobody is going to succeed in the first try, right? You've got to master your skills and mastery happens through repetition and repetition in repetition comes failure over and over and over again until you finally hit something that works. And so I wanna encourage you to really think about resolving issues that come up every day, even those ones that you feel like failed. Now the definition of resolve is to find a solution to a problem 
and make a decision or a firm course of action. So when you find a solution to what it is that you need to do to grow your business, that solution might not work, but you still need to resolve to do it. You need to take action. Don't overthink every possible solution and then never act. Act on something, and if it doesn't work, then choose something else. And literally, eventually, you'll, you'll get there. You'll choose the right action that works. So again, I wanna encourage you to look at your own mindset and where you are with your business now. And if you do need to make some of those mindset shifts, decide to do it, commit to do it, and then each and every day, find resolution to those little things that hold you back. Now, y'all, if you liked this content, you can head over to our new platform, soulshineu.com. But I want to mention that I do have a course coming up um, that is scheduled to launch late this fall, and it is called Business by Design. And this is an expanded course from my YTT module, The Business of Yoga. And in this course, not only will you get one-on-one -on -one strategy sessions with me where we'll look at your business and we'll strategize your unique message and exactly what you need to do, the practical steps that you need to take to identify your profit channels, to um, create actionable steps, and then to um, scale your business as you grow, your business grows with you. But you'll also get things like templates for your business plan if you haven't already made one. You'll get swipe files for your process and other really exciting features as well. So if you're interested in working with me, head over to soulshineu.com, click on courses, business by design, and then sign up for the email that will notify you of registration opening. I'll give you all of the updates in that email chain and from there, we can set that goal to move forward. So thanks again for listening and I'll chat with you in the next episode.